Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Good, the Dan, the Florida Man podcast. Today, your host is mainly me. Uh, the other hosts, Ben and Ryan, are out. Uh, we're doing a particularly special Christmas special where each week you get individuals from the podcast doing their own version of the podcast. Today, I am joined by some of my amazing friends. We have the amazing Adam Brown. The amazing Alison Lawrence and the amazing Peter MacArthur, some of my very funniest friends. Guys, uh, let's go around and introduce yourselves. Adam, let's start with you. Uh, I'm Adam. I met Daniel years ago doing stand-up, and uh, yeah, I still do stand-up with him. That's great. Love it. Allison? I'm Allison. Uh, I know Adam, or wait, who am I introducing? I know Daniel from... Um, <laughs> Our boss tried to, like, have us do creative projects, but we, like, didn't. But we just stayed friends. And we just stayed friends in our failure. That's that's the truth. Yes. Yeah. Um, Peter. Um, I'm Peter. I met Daniel when I almost accosted him at a gay club and asked if he was moving into my house. And then he did. <laughs> uh, so these are some of my favorite people in the whole world. Uh, some of them I have done comedy with, some people I live with, some people I just personally accost myself, uh, particularly Suge. Um, and they basically are joining me today for a special version of the podcast in which we are going to talk about dating. But before we do that, we're going to get into a few things that we like to do. We like to plug our shows or anything that we have coming up. Uh, for me, you can check me out at Silicon Slopes on the 10th and 11th of December. Uh, so I guess the following week after this is posted uh, in Lehigh, Utah, I am doing a show. Uh, you can also catch Adam there. Adam, do you have any shows coming up? I've got lots of shows coming up. Come to all of them. <laughs> Great. <good>? Yep, <laughs> that's good. Any specific dates you want them to come to? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know when this is going out. When's this going out? This goes out on the 4th. Oh, okay, cool. That next day, I'll have a show in Provo, Utah uh, at Improv Broadway called Comedy Church. Uh, that next week, I'll have a stand-up show at Improv Broadway in Provo, that's a roast show. That's a holiday theme. That should be super fun. Uh, and then shortly or followed right after, it'll be an improv show. So, yeah, you can come to that, too. Awesome. Shug, Miss Allison Barnes, do you have anything that you want to plug? I actually do. Um, me and Kyle Treasure are coming out with a podcast tomorrow. Um, it's for the Beehive, and it's about, okay, it's, wait, what's tomorrow? December 4th, December 3rd. So it's coming out before this episode comes out, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just really bad movies. Like we just, he hadn't seen The Room. So we just started with that one because it's like ground zero of like awful movies. And so, yeah, it will be fun. I edit it heavily so no one will get bored by our <laughs> thoughts. Awesome. Peter. Um, first, I just love Kyle Treasure so much. Um, Should we have a lot of connections? It's kind of fun. Um, I would like to plug the one TikTok I ever made that went hometown viral. That's all. Okay. Perfect. Wait, Peter, where are you from? Um, I'm from Houston, Texas, but I've lived in Utah for the last 11 years since coming to BYU. Are you 30? 
I would love to get dinner, but I don't turn 30 for another 20 days. Okay, I'll, I'll catch up with you in 20 days. Okay, thanks. Great. Awesome. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we're going to start our podcast. But before we do, we have uh, a, a small segment from our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, Dear Santa, all I want this holiday season is for my man to have smooth jingle balls. Thankfully, Manscaped answered with the performance package 4.0. So I don't have to find Santa's beard in my man's pants again. Ladies, this holiday season, get your man products that will leave him smelling fresh with their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use code GDFM20 for 20% off plus free shipping. What do you guys think? You like Manscaped? (laughs) Have you ever used Manscaped? I like that. I like that you made it festive with the Santa beard or whoever wrote the ad copy did. (laughs) Yeah, I don't write the jingle balls. That was fun. Yeah, there's a few more. There's a few more. Can I try a few more on you guys? Yeah, let's get. Can I just say real? Can I just say real quick? I always heard the problem with jingle balls weren't that they were hairy, but just that they were balls, just in general. (laughs) Just. By the by the nature of them existing, that was the issue. I'm just picturing very shiny green balls, and I'm concerned if I, that was ever yeah. in my man's pants. Are we gonna dig deeper Is that into the Grinch? The... Are we gonna dig deeper on balls later? <laughs> yeah, we can dive deep into balls. We can dive in deep into whatever you we feel like, because it's our podcast. Uh, their hygiene bundle also comes with a pair of manscaped anti-chafing boxes that'll keep his junk feeling fresh all day. The perfect package for his perfect package. Did you like that one? Enjoy that one? Tis the season to load up on manscaped yeah. products that will actually have you wanting to rock around the Christmas tree. Feels Sex. like a real missed feels like a missed opportunity to say rock around the cock. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, we love Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. Uh, again, our code is GDFM20. Use that for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you. Uh, without, with that, uh, without further ado, I should say, I'm terrible at hosting podcasts. I just realized I'm really great at participating. I hate hosting them. Uh, with that being said, we're going to jump straight into our topic today. Our topic today, I just wanted to explore with some of my good friends, the concept of dating. I want to know what your life is like. I want to share what my life is like with dating. Do we have any strong opinions right out the gate? What do you guys think about dating? It's not fun. It um, sucks, yeah. I'm really glad I'm, I'm married and done with it. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's nice. pretty cool. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, I personally have had a couple of weird and like circumstances with dating, mainly because, and Peter can relate to this, I was a closeted gay man for a few years. And it, it basically culminated in me having some really awkward dates where girls thought I was genuinely interested in them. And for good reason, I made them think that. Um, but I ultimately did not or could not find it within me to love them back. Uh, Shug, have you ever dated a gay man? Not as far as I know, but I guess there's still time for any of them. <laughs> uh, I, I love all gay men that I've met. Okay. Would you date Peter? 
not on a sexual level, but like <laughs> one time I said to Dan that gay guys are my bread and butter, and I meant it. Mm. And I okayed it with him that it's okay to say something like that because <laughs> it doesn't sound good. I also agree that you can say that. Thank you. I like the idea of being bread and butter because it melts in your mouth. And that's me. Ooh. I melt in people's mouths. Uh, <laughs> with manscaped. With manscaped. Smooth. Smooth in the mouth. Good mouth feel. Um, Adam, what was it like for you to date? I think all of us uh, tend to be BYU too, right? Am I wrong yeah. in saying that? I didn't, but I was Mormon for like 25 years. Does that count? Yes, that does count. Yeah, Should were you an Aggie? No, I went to Weber State. It's cool. not like a big deal like those other ones you guys are name dropping, <laughs> but it's a it's a good place. What was your mascot? Plus, plus Wildcat. Wild? Oh, Wildcat. Did you have musicals in the like cafeteria and stuff? <laughs> yes. Um. You know what though? It was. It's like a big commuter school. Like I never. People go to college and like make friends. I like never spoke to anyone when I went to college. <laughs> the classes. I feel like I get why dating sucked for you. I feel like I understand a little bit more. I love it. it makes I love a lot it. more sense. Um, I asked you all to bring a story, uh, an awkward dating story, and I want to hear it. I want to hear all of the dating stories. Um, so let's start with Adam. Adam, take us on a journey of what an awkward date look like with you sure um uh well i'll preface by saying i i was being super real when i said that i'm like really glad that it's done i told my wife once we were talking about like if one of us died i was like yeah if i were to die like feel free of course to get married as quick as you want sort of thing like whatever it is that you need and she was like yeah and you as well i was like i will never date again absolutely not don't want to get married and it wasn't until like five seconds into that that i realized she felt like that was a personal reflection of me being like do this again but i was like no no, no, no. i'm happy now but it took so much effort to find someone i was happy with and i had to go through so many people i was miserable with so i just don't envy yeah people who are like still doing that and i don't even know how it worked out with my wife and i because we were we were working together at the time, which back in the day I felt like was fine. But now I feel that's uh, that's workplace harassment, I'm pretty sure, because there's too many dating apps, right? Can't ask someone out at work. At least every time I say that I met my wife at work to anyone who's younger than about 20, they're like, oh, that's very inappropriate. And I'm at like, my oh, company, right. which is Qualtrics, you are allowed to ask someone out one time. And if they reject you and then you ask out again, then they can file a complaint to HR. Ooh, wow. they specify like that. Mm -hmm. That's really wow. smart. Wow. That's great. Okay. So do you just send out like a mass email then? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, already, I did that on day one, so I'm like kind of out of luck. So. I like the idea of just setting up a chain email to ask everybody else out where it's like, if you say no, you'll have bad luck unless you forward my dating request to 10 other people. There's just a picture of Jesus being like. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Under what, I'm curious what you did for work when you met Lindsay. Oh, uh, we worked at a plasma donation center. I worked in the lab and she was a phlebotomist. So she would like 
stab people and then take their plasma and then she would hand it to me and yeah my my favorite way of describing how we met is her least favorite way which is usually i say we met over an exchange of fluids uh and yeah she, <laughs> she doesn't like that she doesn't like that at all I um, love it. So yeah. But uh, the awkward dating story that I kind of uh, that I wanted to talk about is uh, I went on a date with a a pseudo celebrity, a YouTube celebrity once. Um, it was Lindsay Sterling. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I knew this about you actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It, well. It was before she was famous, though. Like, uh, I think it was about, like, a, a year, maybe even less than a year before she was famous. But uh, she went to BYU as well. I had just gotten back from my mission, and she was the first girl I asked out after my mission, actually. I saw her in the cafeteria, and she was, um, she was, well, quite frankly, she was the weirdest dressed person in the cafeteria. And there was something about that that I was like, I like that. I like, yeah, I like that, especially at BYU, she's not conforming to stuff. And so I, all my friends, uh, they did a very like return missionary thing where I mentioned it just briefly. So they stole my chair and said that I couldn't sit down until I asked her out, which is weird. And so I, and so I walked over to like talk to her, but when I walked over to talk to her, she stood up at the same time. So I started following her through the building, basically. <laughs> also not a good... Very fun. Yeah, not a good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it got to the point <laughs> where she exited the building and I caught up to her and was like, hey, I'm sorry if this is weird, which it was. It was weird. No, it, <laughs> it was. It, but yeah, she was just, sorry that this is weird. And she turned around and was like, do you know who I am? I'm Lindsay yeah. Stone. <laughs> and I was Don't like, no me. one does yet. Yeah. No, but I I still went through with it and I was like, hey, uh, sorry, I saw you in there. I thought you were cute. And I just wanted to know if uh, you'd be interested in going out sometime. And if you are, if I can get your number. And she was like, I don't give my number out to guys that follow me out of building. No, she didn't say that. But she did. But she did say, I don't give my number out to people I don't know. And I said, that totally makes sense. Can I just give you my number? And then if you are interested or you decide to later, you can text me. No big deal. No pressure. That was, that was, was smart. Like, that was good. I thought, I feel like that was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's maybe the only thing that was good about what I did up until That was that real point. smooth. Like, like someone playing a violin. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, she, she did text me back. Later, she asked for uh, she a she asked if I wanted to go to lunch, but she specified it needed to be in a public place, which goes to did her. Did she really? I, she really did. Which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if that was a typical thing or if it was just that I came off as the biggest creep. So <laughs> Are you sure she wasn't that... famous? I mean, maybe it was a famous thing. Like, and it she has to be in a public not... place so I can. No, and the way I know she wasn't famous <laughs> is because we went out to lunch. And uh, it was just in the Cougar Eat, so it was, like, very public. Like, it was at a shared table or whatever, so hard to even say it was, like, a date. But um, <laughs> we were there, and we were chatting, and the whole conversation was just, like, pulling teeth. Because I remember I was just asking, I was like, if, it felt like I gave her her first interview, is what it felt <laughs> like. Because the whole time, uh, I said things like, oh, what is your major? And I think it was psychology, or, or no, I asked what she wanted to do. And she said she wanted to start like a, 
a psychological services center for teenagers. And I was like, oh, I'm a psych major. I work at one of those. That's so awesome. And immediately she was like, well, I mean, I don't know that I want to do that. Like, I'm not sure what it is. Blah, blah, blah. And she was very unconfident about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, well, what do you like to do? Like for fun? And she was like, I don't know. I don't really have any hobbies or do anything interesting. I definitely don't do multiple hobbies at the same time. <laughs> Like I definitely don't mix don't. dubstep and violin as no, a hobby. She, she was just like, I have, I don't know, I don't have many hobbies. And then she, um, and I, I, it finally worked out, well, I think she asked, like, well, what do you like to do? And I was like, oh, I play music, because I was in a band at the time. And she was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, I like music. And I was like, great, what do you listen to? And she was like, a lot of prog rock type stuff. And I was like, oh, who? And she was like, Muse. And I was like, oh, I loved Muse. Uh, back in high school, I haven't listened to him since we got back from a mission. And immediately she was like, well, I mean, I don't know necessarily that I ever, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's just so, so weird. Uh, and then anyway, it went really bad. She left. I went to my roommates and they were like, how'd it go? And I was like, she was not interested or she seemed really or like interesting maybe or interesting i was like that basically what i said i was like i don't know i just went on like a date with the most boring person i think in the world and then and then like nine months later i see her on stage for america's got talent or whatever dancing to dubstep playing violin like videos of her spinning through the air and all this stuff <laughs> And I was like, you don't have any hobbies? <laughs> so well, ridiculous. Well, I feel like you're also not alone because wasn't uh, like on America's Got Talent, wasn't she told by Simon or someone that she wasn't interesting enough? They like ripped oh. her apart. Yeah, yeah like yeah. they like totally I'm ripped pretty, her yeah, apart. Yeah, I've watched it on YouTube. They did not like her. Ooh, I need to go <laughs> so, back and watch. The they were like, we heard thing. what you did to Adam. You're not allowed to the final. <laughs> We're not doing it. Yeah. We're not doing it. I heard it. you don't happy. even like Muse as much as you originally claimed. <laughs> well, let's hope that fame has changed. I genuinely believe it probably has at this point. Well, well, I did. I, I listened to an interview that she gave one time. Um, and she mentioned that, like, right before she got onto America's Got Talent, she was, like, super depressed and stuff. So I've always wondered if maybe, like, her being on that date was like the thick of her depression. So right then, maybe she wasn't doing all that stuff. Maybe she was just like, yeah, I don't feel like doing any of those hobbies or anything at all or talking to you because you're a freaking weirdo. <laughs> and then <laughs> she was right she about finished, She finished the interview by saying, and I went on this date with this guy, Adam, who was such a douchebag. <laughs> and and don't watch say, his stand up. That was the apex of my depression was having to go out with that guy. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. I would, yeah. Oh, I, I really, I authentically thought that you guys were going to take that in a more hopeful direction, but I'm, I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad it wasn't. I had to tell a guy I had no hobbies, and then I thought maybe I'll do all of the hobbies. <laughs> it was reversed, and that's great. I just want that she has. You, you go ahead. You go ahead. She dances to dubstep while she violin plays the violin with it. I've never like looked into her. Even though yeah. I should have for Adam's sake. She, she like, well, she like cosplays while, yeah, dancing kind of in a hip hop style to it's, dubstep. And it's like part acrobatics sometimes as well. 
and she makes videos like she i mean that's how america got america's got talent founders because she was making videos of the stuff so i think it's very impressive like and the music is sometimes really good i like yeah it's it's something that like uh it's not something that i listen to regularly just because it's like mostly instrumental and stuff like that but um anytime i've seen clips of the concert i know that if i was there i would be like this is amazing like this is crazy this person does so much this is cool Another thing that I think a lot of people don't talk about is how much Mormons kind of like dominated early YouTube just in the there beginning. Was, there was that like weird family that like you, they everyone followed. Then there was Lindsay the Sterling. The, <laughs> are, that, yeah. what, are they call, what are they called? Like shaytards or something? Yes, the shaytards. Yeah, that was totally mm-hmm. it. And like everyone used to watch them. And I remember when I first came to BYU, like for freshman year at BYU, Everyone was talking about Lindsey Sterling and the Shaytards and all of these people. And I had, I mean, I came from Africa. I was like on uh, Super Hot Fire, like the the rap videos. Those That's like the YouTube I grew mm. up with. And so to come to BYU and to have people be like, have you watched the Shaytards? I was like, no. And that sounds a little offensive, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of these people. It, yeah, it was, yeah. Can we talk about that too? Uh, but yeah, it was just very weird to kind of transition into like BYU Mormon culture. Or maybe it was yeah. just because I was at BYU that people were watching them. But I felt well, like people I were, po- so. they were very popular, right? There was an article that I read like way back then because I was like, uh, I'd started doing comedy in Provo and there was this whole thing. I don't remember who wrote it up, but I remember it being like a bigger news organization that talked about how the centers of YouTube at the time were basically New York, L.A., and then Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> that those were like the hotspots <laughs> for YouTube influencers. Wow. It's so crazy. Speaking yeah. of uh, hot influencers, uh, Miss Shug, what has your experience been with dating? What have you done... What have you done? What have you done? Oh, good question. <laughs> Feels, Feels like you're asking how far she's gone as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what, have you, what have you I've done? I'm gay. I don't know what women do. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I Yeah, who knows what women do? <laughs> I'm not an influencer, um, I, but I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Because you're misleading the people. Um, the only thing that you influenced me. Yeah. Thank you. Peter, Peter, Peter was is, fangirling, right? Yeah, he was basically fangirling at the beginning of the call. I I feel I hope that I didn't let Peter down with my uh like low energy aura. No, you see, because I remember when voice memos were a thing, and you like one time tweeted one thing, and it was like, "Here's my stupid voice," and I was like, "That's surprising," but I've got used to it because I've literally followed you for years. You are I'm an influencer. Angel. You're Lindsay um, Sterling. The Lindsay Sterling. Dance of for us. Dance for us. Dance I'll, for play, us dance. I'll play the violin while he dances to dubstep. Ooh. Walk out of your room so I can follow you. Dude, that's what I know about Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it. I'm trying to remember the only thing that stands out to me, like I've had experiences that weren't like dates. It was just like hanging out with dudes. But a particular one was in like 2012 when the Hostess Factory was closing. Do you remember that dark time in history when <laughs> Hostess closed down for a hot minute? Twinkies Peter- were all the tuck. 
I was I was yeah. on my mission, so nothing happened in 2012 for me. You weren't culturally. even born then. Mm. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but I went on a first date with some guy uh, who was a firefighter, and okay. we went on a hike. That sounds good. And wow. I didn't. I don't want to go on a hike in general. It's just the Hi. first. He's like, I think there's some fire up here. <laughs> Hiking yeah. dates. I don't understand them. It does sound terrible because you're supposed to talk and like yeah. every time I've ever talked on the phone while walking upstairs, I always try to hide it. Why would I want that in like a public romantic <laughs> setting? That sounds. I terrible. like hiking, but I don't like hiking dates, particularly because I do get out of breath like very easily. Yeah. Like I'm always like, so what are, you, what are your hobbies? And then it's like this forced thing where I feel the need to act normal and talk normal. And you do that yeah. like weird thing where you're like, and and so what do you do for a, a, a living? <gasps> and you just have to take those like huge breaths in and out. It's just the worst. I don't, yeah. And it's huge in Utah. It's awkward. Yeah, they love it. If you if you could get me started, I would just uh, roast the shit out of everyone I see. Can I say swear words yes, on this? Yep, yep. Cool. I guess you said ah. that thing about like a chimney with a bush or whatever. That's worse than any swear word. <laughs> but yeah, they're all like, um, we can flirt and go hiking and like have all these pictures of themselves rock climbing, um, which I'm sure they're all nicer and better than I am for as like a disclaimer. But um, so anyway, back to this date. It was in 2012. And we were hiking, and I knew that Hostess was closing down. And for some reason, I felt the sense of urgency, like I need to go get Twinkies or something. And so I tried really hard to convince him, instead of hiking, that we should go to the Hostess factory because it's going to close. Um, and he thought I was, I don't know if he thought I was joking, but he wouldn't, <laughs> even though I literally like tried to convince him. Mm. Yeah. I just love and that I, you, I love that you went on a hike and you're like, you know what I want? I want Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, you didn't want to go to the store to buy them. You wanted to go to the fac the factory? That... Yeah, there's a hostess factory in Ogden, Utah, which is where this took place. Oh, oh. That piece of information. Yeah. Wait, really are they like freshly baked? I don't know if they're any better. I think <laughs> I just went there on a, a like um, field trips in childhood. So I just like it there. I don't know what I it is. <laughs> It's just the only place I could be myself. Yeah, You're like, because I am a Twinkie. Because mm. sugar. Sugar. Um, sugar. Oh, so true. Wait, so can you actually pick up Hostess snacks from the factory? Yes. Okay. Wow. I was, I was going to say. Or is it they only give them to you if you're a child doing a field trip tour? I, don't, I guess I could be rewriting history. I didn't really think this out beforehand. But here we are. Here we are. I only I believe you. Because I worked at a Pepsi factory, and if someone showed up and was like, where's your Mountain Dew? I would be like, GTFO. You cannot. It's that's at the best the... customer service. And that's fine because we're a factory. We don't sell the Mountain Dew. But in that's support fair. of sugar, I will say um, I'm from Houston, and so Bluebell ice cream is a big thing. And me and my family would almost yearly – drive an hour and a half to the Bluebell factory, take a tour, and then we'd buy Bluebell. So it's like a thing. That's awesome. This this isn't a critique. This is of interest because if they do provide yeah. it, I want to go to the Hostess factory. But, yeah, but is it closed? jumping on my back about this. 
That's my bad. I just want to know what a fresh Twinkie tastes like. That's all I want. I just want to know. I also, fun fact, we never grew up with Hostess, like anything Hostess. And so um, there was this movie called The Hot Chick where they have the snowballs. Mm. She like grabs it from her hand and she's like, it'll go straight to your ass. Because she keeps eating it. Uh, It's uh, Chris Pratt's ex-wife. What's her name? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Uh, she's in the movie, and so is Amy McAdams. And funnily Rachel enough, McAdams. Rob Schneider, Rachel McAdams, oh, and okay. Rob Schneider, and right, Rob Schneider is playing Rachel McAdams in a man's body. And it's hilariously fun. Don't know if I love Rob Schneider anymore, but it is a good movie. Uh, but what I can remember is seeing that snowball in her hand and being like, that looks like the most delicious effing cake and I want to put it in my mouth and I don't know how to get it because I'm in Zimbabwe, but I wanted it so bad. And so my first goal when I came here in freshman year was to eat a snowball. I will say I have never been more disappointed in my life than when I ate that snowball because it was just like, I don't know. Twinkies were fine. Twinkies were like, okay. It was the snowball was like very disappointing though. I was like, okay, you gotta, well. You got to eat it right after you go hiking with a firefighter. That's going to really hurt. I can, he never At a factory. That's, that's why it's a bad story. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you gotta no, yeah, sorry. We keep cutting your story. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's not that interesting because, like, I was, like, thinking about the other date stories that I've had, like, more recently. And I was like, nobody can know that. I sound like a bitch. So this... <laughs> This is the only thing I can give you, and it's also I'm a proponent of all Hostess products, just for the record. You're an influencer um, who's sponsored. What is your favorite? And I'll go buy it. Um, it depends on the mood. I have another Hostess date story actually, because oh. when I was in the eleventh grade, I got asked the first time I ever got asked to a dance. And did you guys have that in Zimbabwe where you had to like, or in Texas or wherever the hell? Adam's from where you had to do like little like presentations to ask people to dances and they yeah yes yeah promposals but like promposal light yeah the Mormons would do it at least yeah one a guy asked me by like um wrapping up ding dongs in uh tinfoil and it was like something about being a ding dong and going ding to the dong. dance with him that, but that I kind of sounds like a manscape commercial yeah. <laughs> Wrapping up exactly. your ding dong. Wrap your ding dong up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of my life's been influenced by hostess. <laughs> it so- it sounds like it. It sounds like that's like an Ogden thing that you guys yeah. had to deal with. <laughs> I had a little Debbie once. That's about as close. That's wow. Just <laughs> you asked her out? Uh, yeah, sure. No, he went Have on a date said? and she he was like, Do you have any hobbies? And she was like not a lot. Uh, <laughs> and then I found out she was in charge of a snack cakes empire. <laughs> Very disappointing. Do you like Little Debbie or um, is Little Debbie the one that makes cosmic brownies? I don't know. I don't think I could differentiate between the two of those okay. brands. But they're all okay. Great. Never mind. I won't ask Adam anything ever. Again. I did just Google it, and yes. <laughs> Little Debbie's is Cosmic Brownies. I used to eat those okay. on graveyard shifts to keep stay awake. I thought that that would help me stay awake. Uh, don't ask me what the logic was. I thought chocolate and staying awake. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
I have a comment, and it's um, for the integrity of this podcast. I think uh-huh. that Daniel should get Lindsay Sterling to comment on her date with Adam. Actually, though, we might have like the joint power to do that. We might get the. I might have the joint power to do that, at least with Ryan and Ben. I think there's no way she would remember it, even in the slightest. Because <laughs> and you are married, like, and she is a million billionaire. My story ends with, and now there's this famous person, and her story ends with who? Like that. <laughs> maybe if you show a picture from 2010, it will jog her memory. <laughs> then maybe she'll be polite and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the apex of my depression. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wild. Uh, Peter, what is your awkward dating story? Uh, my awkward dating story has to go back um, to when I was dating women mm. um, who I don't mm. really like. I mean, I love women, but I don't date women kind of being homosexual, um, which That'll also means I didn't really remember women because I just didn't like care to file them away. So what happened is my <laughs> very, nothing to you as a person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what happened is my very, very good friend, Lucy, um, she was like, Peter, I would love to set you up on a blind date with my very, very good friend, Julie. And I was like, so cool. Send me her Instagram. Let me check it out. And I was like, OMG, so cute. She's like really attractive. And that's awesome. And I would love to go on a date with her. Um, oh, she has so such I, nice brown hair. Wow. Yeah, it was brown. And I'm like, her soft features just, you know. Um, but <laughs> She wears good clothes. She yeah. <laughs> She has a chimney. Wait, I have a question, <laughs> if I may interject. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're a gay guy trying to go on dates, do you just as, do you know that you aren't attracted to women, or do you just assume that you haven't found the right one yet? Or what's um, it, the feeling? We talked about this today, both. actually. Uh, yeah. We did. It's a combo of both. Uh, but mostly, like, what I knew is that I could never have sex with a woman. And so... I could never marry a woman, and so I could never get engaged to a woman, so I could never date a woman, which means I would never go on more than two or three dates with any women. Um, because I just like, I the last girl, I've kissed three girls my entire life, and the first girl, I mean, the most recent girl I kissed was in 2011. Um, and anyway, it was the by point the is, Was it gross? Um, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> And, he, and Peter was like, wow, I'm so straight right now. Yeah. Wow. I'm like so horny for kisses. Um, anyway, uh, great question. Any follow-up questions, Shug? Um, I, I would love to hear any and all the facts about being a gay guy dating women. I always um, went for liberal cause... girls at BYU every time. Because I was like, if I marry her, because you have to get married when you're Mormon. If I might, the logic was, if I marry her, then she'll at least be open to being gay. Like, she'll be like, I can support you through this. You're a gay man. Like, I was scared mm. if I married, like, a conservative girl. And I th- that's the other thing. Conservative girls loved me. Which, like, tracks because I'm gay, right? Like, they want a gay best friend, but they're not, like, supportive of... It's just very interesting. They but- just don't want that gay best friend to have rights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But uh, I always went for liberal girls and every single time it kind of like 
would low-key backfire because I always got nervous that like I I'd like I'd date the girl and then I'd realize she was like almost too liberal. I'd be like, oh she's gonna encourage me to be gay. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be like, no, maybe this isn't the one for me. Um mm. but that's my experience trying to date girls. Yeah, for me it was just like all I just I kept finding reasons why a girl wasn't good enough. Um, and so then I like had this long checklist of like, okay, if I find a girl who meets every single box of every checklist, whatever, then I found the one. And I did find a girl that met all those checklists, um, items and, um, it didn't work out. So they never dated a woman again. She didn't have the chimney with a bush. (laughs) She didn't have jingle balls. Yeah. Yeah. If maybe if she had manscaped, it would have been a different story, but here we go. <laughs> Man. Breathable boxes. That's what we needed. Uh yeah, yeah, GDFM yeah. 20. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So back to your story though. Oh yeah. So I get set up on this blind date with Julie. Um and I plan it at Color Be Mine, where you get to pick a bowl or Ooh. a clay object and color it and paint it. And then it's like really nice and fun. It's actually really fun. And it's a great first date idea. Um, But we're about halfway through the date, like maybe an hour into like painting and just like getting to know each other and talking when she goes, when she says, so do you remember one day earlier this summer um, when you went to play tennis with a group of girls and then a memory flooded back into my head. And the memory is that I spent an entire day with this girl uh, that I was on a blind date with, um, who I thought I had never met before. But I had spent an entire day playing tennis with her and getting lunch and like drove her in my car. And we used her phone to play the music in my car. And I had no recollection. No, no recollection. That it was what her. music did she play that she was that the Taylor gamble. Swift, 1989. I was gonna say uh, Muse. Muse. <laughs> she doesn't like really listen to Muse, actually. So, um, but yeah. What and if so it was I... Lindsey Sterling music? That would be so full <laughs> what, if, what if it was just hostess jingles? I don't know. I really wanted. That's a real That's thing. But let's the sound of the factory. You got a Twiggy. Um, did she, was she offended? Was she offended? No, she was so, so nice about it. But I didn't know, like, I didn't know what to say. I was just like, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I had, yeah, I could not. Even now, like, I still can't place her as being the same person. I don't know, she was, like, in the backseat, and I didn't know her. And, again, I'm not, like, trying to remember girls I've met. I don't know. Um, and <laughs> she only met, like, five of the check. She only met five of the boxes. Yeah, so. true. No, she's great. She's married and has kids now, I think, which is good for her. But I'm also, like, kind of mad at my friend Lucy, who let me think it was a blind date. Because Lucy knew that I had met her. But I oh, didn't, weird. like, say I recognized her. And so she didn't correct me. And so it was kind of embarrassing. But also, it's just, like, how embarrassing. Anyway, Did you... 
did you freak out when you realized that you knew her because you're like, then that makes this our second date, and that's my mate. <laughs> you're like, oh. No, um, no we did go on one more date, and I don't remember what it was exactly. And then we like texted a bit, and then this is like where I feel bad, but I would just like ghost girls uh, because I didn't I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what to say because I'm like. I mean, it wasn't her fault. I mean, if I was straight, we like maybe we'd be married. I don't know. Um, so I just kind of like ghost them, and then if I ever saw them, I'd be like, oh my gosh, hey! I'd get my I'll sister to text girls. Go- You'd get your sister to text. Yeah, she, I was like, you know what girls want to hear? Message them, and they'd be like, okay, <laughs> and they'd message them like really well, and then I'd go to like classes or something like that, and the girls that I was messaging, like that my sisters would have messaged would be like, hey. <laughs> and they'd have all these like inside jokes that I had absolutely, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Did you go back and like read the messages to see what your sister uh, Sometimes I did, but sometimes I was real lazy and I was so like. So gay, he didn't even want to see what girls were talking about. When you put it like that, my sister's like, oh my gosh, did you see this? <laughs> I don't know. I think the surprising part of that story is that your sisters didn't come out as gay. That they were really good at texting girls. <laughs> yeah. oh, true. Very true. Oh, fun. If ever they need it, it'll be it'll come through. That's wonderful. Awesome. Uh, I have told most of my awkward dating stories um, on this podcast, but I do have one for you guys um and this is my one similar to peter's uh i i had a girl in freshman year well this wasn't freshman year this was i get i don't know it was the year after i got back from my mission i was in a ward in centennial um for those of you that don't know centennial is the worst place you could possibly live in provo utah uh it is very interesting Oh, Maybe is not that the, the worst place. Right next to Sparks too. Yes, I yeah. lived in Sparks too, which was the worst. Also, okay, yeah, continue. also the worst. Sparks is a gay store in Salt Lake. <laughs> you can buy gay guy stuff there. I've never foreshadowing. Been... <laughs> <laughs> I did have one gay roommate, gay and that's stuff. why it was called Sparks Two because Sparks One was already taken. <laughs> Adam, you wouldn't get it. We're boring straights. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun to finally get to talk to a gay. This is so fun. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, so uh, I moved into this ward, and at that point, my accent is a lot thicker because I've just come back from home, and obviously, you know, I, I like was rejuvenated with Zimbabwean accent. I had like, <gasps> you know, kind of got the spirit of Africa had entered me again. The, the, Can you give I, an they, example of what that sounds like? <laughs> yes uh yeah so i used to kind of, like i used to just have like a slightly thicker accent where like everything was just a little bit more south african it sounded a little bit more i didn't quite have my errs and e's uh down the the mm. enunciated er hard r's of america i see thank you yeah uh, um and so i moved into the ward and I did what every good Mormon does uh, when they want to get married. I went up and bore my testimony about how I was from Africa. Uh, Did I have a testimony? A little bit. But was I mainly just trying to like show off and be like, I'm from Africa. (laughs) Yes, entirely. So I bear my testimony. And afterwards, 
all these girls are like, oh my gosh, I love your accent. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Asking me all these questions. But there was one in particular who was very forward and said, I like your accent. And she says it exactly like this. She comes up to me and says, I like your accent. We should go on a date. And I was like, okay, you don't have to say it with like a straight face. (laughs) I I like your accent sexually. (laughs) Let's go on a date. (laughs) And so she says it. And I'm like, "Uh, sure, whatever. That's perfectly fine. I'm down. Um, we plan out a date. Well, initially what I did is I invited her to a, uh, haunted house, uh, or no, uh, what's ghetto games? Like the weird, like puzzle rooms, uh, escape room, escape room. Games. That's what it's did called. Did you just say ghetto games? Get out games. <laughs> Get out. Oh, and I said, what's ghetto games? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to make any jokes about that. Because uh, I don't know. Um, but uh, there was a room with a zombie in it. And I invited her and I said, hey, come and play. Do this escape room where there's a zombie. And she was like, like a real zombie? And I was like, what? No, of course not. What? No, there is no such thing as real zombies. And she was like, oh, you mean like someone who dresses up? And I was like, yes, yeah, that's the, the point. And she was like, oh, okay, well, no, the, still no. Because, <laughs> like, for all I know, she was just like one of those people that like hunted zombies in the night. Like some Van Helsing, but like for zombies sort of person. I don't know. Sounds she was like very concerned like, that I, I was... so. <laughs> she's like, where is the zombie located? Uh, I just need to know for like research. Um... She's like, no, we cannot, I don't want to do that. That sounds, one, scary, two, that doesn't really sound like very spiritual, word for word. That doesn't sound very <laughs> spiritual. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, did you not hear Jesus died and was resurrected? Very- <laughs> <laughs> He's a literal zombie. <laughs> he literally showed them his wounds. Um, basically, what ended up happening was that uh, eventually... We decided to go on a date just around our apartment. And by that, I mean, she literally made me walk around Centennial 2. And we just talked for 30 minutes. And that was the date. And then we were done. We were finished. At that point, I decided to follow Peter in his uh, way of pursuing women, which is not at all. And I ghosted her. Um... Mm. Because I knew she only hunted zombies, not ghosts. It, it kind of um, works every time, though. So, <laughs> so wait, can I? So when she was like, "Let's just walk around the apartment," do you, was that all she actually wanted to do, or was that a sneaky way of trying to be like, "Cause case things maybe. work out, like there's like easy kissing spots and stuff here." Yes. I only ask because because one time I had a girl ask me out. And I was like, what do you want to do? And she was like, let's go to a movie theater. And then she asked to go to a movie that had been out for a long time. And mm. she like wanted to sit in the back and stuff. And the whole time I was like, this sucks. This is a terrible movie. We're sitting in the back in the dark. What a terrible date idea. And then when I told my friends, they're like, Adam, you sweet, sweet idiot. You sort of thing. So it, was, so it was just like one of those things. Yeah, I, and in that situation, I'd say you were probably more gay than I've ever been on a straight date. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I knew her intent, but I was not going to give in because at the time I was like, 
I don't want to go kiss on the first date. That's not spiritual. That's not spiritual. Well, but like really though, she was trying to tip me. I'll maybe kiss you on the cheek like Judas, but that's about it. (laughs) And I'll reattach your ear too. Um, (laughs) So I basically what ended up happening was that uh, eventually I uh, was like, I'll just ghost her. She starts texting me nonstop. Where are you? Hello? Hi? Where are you? Comes up to me at church every week and is like, you didn't text me back. And I was like, I'm so busy. Uh, just like working all the time. And she was like, but you can't check your phone? And I was like, no. And she was like, wow, okay. Well, we need to go on another date. And I was like, need to? Mm, no, we don't need to. Anyway... What ended up happening was that uh, I decided to give in. I gave in one more time and said, let's just go on one more date and just make it really apparent that I am not into this girl. Like, I was like, I'll like I'll go on the date and just be like very offish, very weird. I tried I to say, be. Real quick, if this <laughs> were a story not about you, this would feel like a true crime podcast. That's what this would feel like. <laughs> Uh, and you're not wrong it almost and went on the date <laughs> yeah, actually where is she now have we checked on her Maybe i she have was, not checked on her no. she was surprisingly quiet and his smile could light up a room <laughs> that's how we go she was so sexy before she started killing people. Uh, gay guys. Constantly gay guys and zombies. Go on, though. But this sounds very <laughs> ominous, but I'm here for it. It is very ominous. I go on one more date with her. Um, and to be honest with you, I cannot recall what our second date was. I know it was like an actual date. Like, we did something. I just can't remember what it was. Obviously not very memorable. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Allison just... <laughs> Just I like you know, burning it down. It. It's just getting dark, and so I was gonna be by candlelight. <laughs> going green. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so we do something, and it's I. I try very hard to be off-putting, and she is just not having it. She is into it fully. She is like. Wow. And then she comes to the door. She follows me to the door. I'm like, good, good night. Good night. She's like, no, I want to walk you to your door. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why is this happening? Anyway, she walks me to the door and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. And like flops herself onto my chest. And it's like, (laughs) and I was like, what is happening? And I was like, anyway, I'm going to go inside. Good night. Close the door, think it's done. She continues to keep texting me and I'm just like, I'm done. I'm not going to message her. I'm not going to do anything. I blocked her on social media, but didn't block her over text, weirdly enough. Anyway, three days later, she messages me. Where are you? Hello? Hello, where are you? Are you in your apartment? I was like, no, no, I I think I said, like, I'm with my family. I've been Uh, translated. So she's like, I'm going to come over and check. She comes and knocks on the door and I tell my roommate, you need to like go and like, you need to like sort this out. She is like scaring me. She's like, okay. He's like, okay. So he like opens the door and she's like, is Daniel here? And he's he's like, no. 
she he's I think he's at his family's and she's like, okay, we'll see. And she walks away and he closes the door. And I was like, that is so weird. That's so crazy. He walks back to the bedroom. He's like, dude, that's wild. Like she is like kind of crazy, like a weird situation. Out of nowhere, I'm now I have my back facing my window. And my window has a window well. I was on the bottom floor. I hear a thud in my window well. I turn around and this girl was like, I found you! Oh my (laughs) gosh, John. Anyway, that's terrifying. At that point, I confronted her and said, hey. Wait, wait, we love girls in window wells. Oh, wow. Super hot. That's so straight good. people are weird. Uh, why? Why did you turn gay after that? <laughs> I, know you, I know you were gay before, but I mean, did that? That's what cemented it for you. Right? I mean, you like, I it certainly made it. I was like, can guys do this? And then I was like, oh yeah, a guy would like kill me. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, but I found yeah, you. basically, <laughs> basically, what ended up happening is that at that point, I just told her like flat out like. This is creepy. I'm done. And we just never talked again. Um, and yeah, that's my weird dating story. So I bet if she has ever checked on you again, I bet she uses that story as an example of how she dodged a bullet and not dating this ex-Mormon <laughs> gay guy now. Where she's like, thank goodness his influence was so strong on me and I should have stayed true. So He just wasn't fun. spiritual enough for me. He just, yeah. he was too gay. Uh, that is anyway. so insane. <laughs> That's that. seriously terrifying. It it yeah. is. Uh, with that being said, though, that is our podcast. So Yay. thank you guys for joining me on the GDFM, the Good, the Dan, the Florida Man. Um, what I always love to do whenever I'm in these types of situations is ask people what the vibe of the week is. So uh, let's go around and starting off with Adam. Adam, what do you want to tell the people? What is the vibe of the week? I don't know what that means. I have no idea what to say. What is what advice what do you want to give people? <laughs> oh, what advice, what advice do you think people need to hear? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think we've learned through all these stories that if you want to go on a date with someone, like you should just go for it. Like follow them out of the building, jump down that window well, <laughs> push a fourth date with a gay guy, be a be a fireman who refuses to eat snacks but still takes people up into the mountains. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I forgot to add that at the end of that, I went home and cried because I was like, I hate going on first dates. <laughs> Fair. It wasn't necessarily Fair. because of the um, hostess. But... but it was strongly correlated. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, it will, you probably had low blood sugar is what it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the lesson learned, the vibe of the week is, you know, just go for it. Clearly, it works out every time. Love that. Shug. Uh, sorry that I startled everyone by lighting candles in the middle of it. It's because you've I dated a firefighter it. and you want to. It was yeah. fun uh, and also the lighting's great. <laughs> I, I didn't know how it. much more so we much. were gonna talk, so I was like, I need to get it ready for doing one of these, like a scary <laughs> story. Yeah, deliver your deliver your advice like that. Let's see. Um, my vibe of the week, it's it's like little. That's it's like the moral of the story type of thing. Well, just whatever advice you think people need to hear. I'm 30 years old, so I don't know these things. Um, Okay. What do people need to hear? Um, I didn't come prepared with a vibe. Hold on. 
you could give like me advice for almost turning 30 and that could be like the overall vibe okay but first of all i was gonna say left ear piercings equals gay is what i've learned no 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 no. that was the opposite because back then when that advice was given to me um being um that was the bad thing so left is let's see it was right is wrong and left is right means if you get your right ear pierced that was wrong because that was gay oh so my right ear is pierced and i am gay didn't that person have like a weird last name, like Dick Lick or something? That, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> no. oh. I'm trying to remember that, that gay guy's name. The gay, that gay advice. Dick so Licker. What, what was the person's last name that you said said that it was to you? Balicker. Balicker. Oh, yeah, I read it as Balicker. <laughs> oh name. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, I've was, never actually thought of that. Shug was that right. was for yeah, we all left, but Shug was very close. <laughs> yeah, actually, I literally, yeah. Good job. That's the vibe. Well, that's the vibe. <laughs> Be like ball liquor. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Peter, your advice. Um, my advice for the week um, is that opening an email has never killed anybody. So just open the email. And then you won't have a stomach ache for four hours. Love it. Did, is this an did it have joke? to? Did it have to? No, it's that's just um, <laughs> for me. Um, does it have to be related to the stories that we just told? Nope, not uh, at all. Because my other not advice, if we need like a second option, my vibe is the week of the week. My vibe of the week is <laughs> if you're gay, be gay. Yay! And do crime. Yeah. We yeah. did learn that very heavily today. Otherwise, you'll get stalked. Yes. But I, I think it was interesting that Daniel tried to go somebody who goes to his same church, so he was going to see them every weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny how I thought about that. Yeah. It's called holy ghosting somebody. Ayo. Ayo. This is why he's in the biz. <laughs> he's a professional. Wow. It's about how many shots you take, not how many. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for being my wonderful guests. And come back next week for either one of Ben or Ryan's podcasts. Uh, thank you for joining us. You can catch me, Dan Bam Bam, on all social media. Uh, do you guys want to plug your social media ads real quick? Sure. At Adam Browd on all social medias. Sure. At S-U-G underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. It's based on... I made it before Suge Knight went to prison for manslaughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, also known as big time business bitch, which is literally <laughs> the thing that got me into Suge Knight. Peter is so good for my self-esteem. <laughs> okay. But here's what I need you to know. I will never lie. So I'm like being so honest when I say that every time you were big time business bitch and that showed up on my feed, that was almost funnier than the joke that you tweeted. <laughs> He's just going to end up in your window well. <laughs> I, hope I found you! I would bake him muffins or something as like a reward. Be like, thank you for upholding my self-esteem. I actually would like some Twinkies. Thanks. Wow. Um, okay, gay I man to sh- the gay man straight woman relationship is really interesting right now that I'm learning. <laughs> I didn't realize it was filled with so many window wells and baked goods. This is cool. Yes. <laughs> So it's the purest type of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Question. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Peter. My social media is at Peter Mac, which is what a girl in eighth grade called me. And so I made it my email and then my Instagram handle and then my Twitter handle. Uh, so at P-E-D-A-M-A-C. Love I'm going to play tennis with her one day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Love it. My, I'm Dan Bam Bam on all social media, except for Snapchat, which is Dan underscore YOLO Love. Uh, you can catch Ben and Ryan at BenBrainer.com and RyanKelly.com. I think. If I've messed that up, Ryan is going to be very angry with me. Ah, uh, which is not angry at all. Um, but thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.